0: We are continuing our Minor League Players of the Year conversation with the National League West and the American League West. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer and podcaster. Thank you for making this your first listen. Every single day, and as we... It's been a great couple days of going through some of the best performances in every single minor league organization. Uh, Today, we're continuing National League West, and... Starting off with just one of the guys who we've been very impressed with at just about every single level that he's played with. For the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Minor League Prospect of the Year, outfielder Corbin Carroll. 2019 first-rounder out of high school. Obviously, um, lost 2020. He's had some injuries and things like that. And yet, despite that, uh, fantastic season to the point where he got called up in late August. So. 93 games in the minors this year, 307, 425, 611, 24 home runs, 31 stolen bases, 67 walks to 107 strikeouts. So struck out more than once a game, let's acknowledge that up front, but had, you know, two-thirds the amount of walks that he had as of uh, strikeouts, so you like the ratio there if you can bring the strikeouts down just a little bit, and then 24 home runs, in a. Over 600 slugging percentage out of a 5, 10 170 frame. Something that obviously portends well for his ability to hit for power at the big league level. You have to assume, I mean, the kid was in high school three years ago. You have to assume there's still a little bit of physical maturation left there. And so just absolutely a scenario where I love that they called him up August 29th. And that he got, you know, a month in the bigs because, to me, that's one of those things where now he's seen he can do it. His slash line over 30 games in the big league level, 260, 333, 480, three home runs, two stolen bases, uh, 30 strikeouts to eight walks. So. Struck out just under once a game. He's lowered his strikeout rate at the big league level from where it was in the minors. I think you're in a prime position for Corbin Carroll to be a Rookie of the Year candidate in 2023. So obviously you get the first round pick and you get all of the bonus money that comes along with with getting an extra pick in the first round to help you go out and get talent in the draft. So love what Corbin Carroll's done. Uh, Elite speed plus defense Uh, looks like he's going to be just the next young position player to come up for the for the Diamondbacks and make an impact at the big league level. And I was saying this, I've said this every time we've talked to uh, to Millard from Locked On Diamondbacks. I really love the young core of this team over the next couple years. I think that they've done a lot of work bringing in a lot of fantastic players. So Corbin Carroll, Diamondbacks prospect of the year. Colorado Rockies, a couple options here. Adele Amador is who Baseball America picked. I've seen some some other, somebody said Michael Toglia. To me, it's Ezekiel Tovar, okay? 2017 IFA, and this year, 71 games. I think that's why some people didn't pick Ezekiel Tovar is he only got 71 games in the minors. 319, 387, 540, 14 home runs, 17 stolen bases, 27 walks to 66 strikeouts in 71 games. But the big thing here is one, the positional versatility. Playing shortstop. The Rockies haven't had a star shortstop, I feel like, since Troy Tulowitzki. And so it's something that they definitely need. Um and defensively, he is as good as advertised. He is a smooth defender. He makes the routine plays look routine. He makes the highlight plays look easy. I have been very, very impressed with Ezekiel Tovar and what he has done at the big league level. Uh, the bat, I feel like, is more of a control over power right now for Ezekiel Tovar. Uh, a lot of gut gap power. Get the ball in play. Use your speed to take, take extra bases and things like that. But. Power is coming in. He did have a slugging of over 500. I feel like as he continues to physically mature a bit, it is going to come up from that. It is going to uh, to increase a bit. He is only 20 years old. Uh, you know, I, again, made it to the majors at age 20, got like eight games. Uh, I see him as a guy who, depending on how his fall goes and his spring training will either start at the big league level or AAA next year. He only got five games in AAA. He had most of his time this year uh, in A Hartford with the Yard Goats. So uh, they have the small sample size here to see how he can do. But um, either way, one of the prospects that has just climbed up the system, I had him just in barely in the top 10 to start the year. He's easily the number one prospect in the system now. It's hard not to pick Ezekiel Tovar for this. The Los Angeles Dodgers tons of great prospects here it's embarrassment of riches for the for uh for one of the richest teams in baseball um i've got third baseman miguel vargas as the prospect of the year so 113 games in the minors 304 404 511 slash line 17 home runs 16 stolen bases 71 walks to 76 strikeouts so struck out nowhere close to one a, once a game again he 113 games, 76 strikeouts. Walked almost as much as he struck out. So that's why the, the... So a 300, 400, 500 slash line is absolutely fantastic from any position. Never mind somebody who plays a third base. And then to go along with that, uh, he's also played first. He's played second. He's played left field. A lot of it depends on uh, where his future position. A lot of that depends on, one, uh, what happened for Justin Turner. Does Justin Turner come back? Uh, does Justin Turner, is he allowed to move on? What happens with Justin Turner? And then two, uh, how well does he clean up some of the footwork? He can play third base. I think defensively, he's probably at best going to be average at third base. And so that's why they've tried him at first. Freddie Freeman's there. They've tried him at second. They've had him play some outfield. There's a lot of different options. But Miguel Vargas uh, the, doesn't have incredible in-game power yet. I feel like he's got plus raw power. It's still manifesting in games, but it's good enough to give him a 500 slugging in the minors, and the high minors. And I feel like sooner rather than later is where you're going to see him at the big league level, probably out of spring training next year. Um, depend, again, depending on what happens with some of these positions, like a Justin Turner, with a, where Max Muncy plays... Uh, whether Cody Bellinger comes back or not is going to kind of determine how they line up this team. But Miguel Vargas has looked fantastic all year and definitely worth the minor league prospect of the year for the Dodgers. San Diego Padres, a uh, guy who got called up kind of late in the season, got a chance to go shortstop, Eggie Rosario, uh, was in A, 124 games, 288, 368, 508. 22 home runs, 21 stolen bases, love a 2020 year from a guy. Uh, 59 walks to 109 strikeouts, so struck out less than once a game. Had half the number of walks to, to, to strikeouts, so decent ratio there. And offensively, a lot of gap power right now. Um, not, you know, not a not a ton of home run power. I feel, you know, still hit over 20 home runs, still had a slug in over 500. I feel like a lot of it when he tries to. I'm not gonna say sell out for power, but when he's aiming for when Eggie Rosario is aiming for power, he ends up pulling the ball a little too much. The ship is going away, so maybe that you know maybe that starts to work out a bit, and he can make that calculus as far as I'm gonna sell out a little bit more for power, and if I pull it, it's fine because they can't overload that side of the field. But above average speed, good contact ability. So when he gets a ball, he gets into a ball. It's gonna go in the gap. He can take extra bases. And then, absolute cannon of an arm. I like the fact that he can play short, he can play second, he can play third. Um, I think that he's probably going to end up being a utility defense profile. A good, a good idea of how I think the Padres may use Eggy Rosario, not given a comp, but a way I think they may use him is kind of like how uh, the Padres use Jake Cronenworth. How he can play first, he can play second, he can play third. And so a guy that you can move around based on what your team needs uh, that, that day, that week, uh, you know, injuries, things like that. But that's I, I kind of see him as a super utility guy, plays five days a week, moving around. I think it's fantastic. Uh, San Francisco Giants, last, last team here in the NL West. And for, th- for them, prospect of the year, left-hand pitcher Kyle Harrison. So 18 games this year, 3-1-1 ERA. 127 strikeouts to 39 walks in 84 innings. So walks were a little high, just under 4 per 9, but strikeouts were great. Almost 15 strikeouts per 9 innings. Gave up 11 home runs. Um, for a 2020 third-rounder out of high school, so no 2020 season, either in high school or in the minors for him. It's his second year of pitching, in essence. He's got a plus-4 seamer. He's got a plus slider. I love this slider. I think it's the best slider in the Giants' system. It's got a lot of two-plane brank to it. Um, Very, very good swing and miss with it. It's truly a weapon. And then the issue for Kyle Harrison that I think is the next step he needs to take is the arm action isn't quite as efficient as you would like. It feels like his delivery is a little bit violent, and because of the cross body delivery, because of the arm action and the, and the release point not always being consistent, uh, I feel like that's why the walks are a little bit higher than you'd like, almost like I said, I said almost four walks per nine. So definitely something where if Kyle Harrison in the off season can work on the consistency of the release point and the arm action, I think one, it makes the change up better into an actual third pitch that you can rely on but it it lets him take that next step where we can start discussing, okay, when do we call him up? When do we use him at the big league level? So, Arizona Diamondbacks, Corbin Carroll, the outfielder. Colorado Rockies, shortstop Ezekiel Tovar. Los Angeles Dodgers, third baseman Miguel Vargas. Uh, San Diego Padres, shortstop Eggy Rosario. And San Francisco Giants, left-hand pitcher Kyle Harrison are our prospects of the year for the National League West. Um, and in just a minute, I want to get to the American League West. Uh, love some of these prospects. couple catchers here. We haven't had a, t- a ton of catchers be the prospect of the year. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. You can get the latest player developments, team matchups, news, and in-depth articles and analysis on every single game you can find. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering and information. Live betting up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's obviously, football is the big thing right now, both college and pro. Everybody's jumping into fantasy and all of that stuff, but it's not just uh, it's not just football. MLB, playoffs are coming up. You can go out there. Uh, the Aaron Judge props are done because he hit 62, but you can go out and you can look at playoff odds. Now that the playoff field is set, you can make your decisions on and place your bets on who's gonna make the World Series out of each side, You know who's gonna win the pennant, uh, who's going to win the World Series? And then they have offseason stuff free agents. If guys, if Judge doesn't re sign, where does he go? If Jacob DeGrom opts out, where does he go? If Trey Turner doesn't re sign, where does he go? So um, head, to bed, head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because bet online is where the game starts. Okay, American League West um, got to start with the Astros because they won this division uh, running away. Um, prospect of the year for the for the Houston Astros right hand pitcher Hunter Brown. Been a long time coming. We've had we've we've been talking about him as one of the best prospects, uh, best pitching prospects in baseball for a while. Took him a while to get there. Perfectly fine. 106 innings this year in the minors. 2.55 ERA. 134 strikeouts to 49 walks. Five home runs allowed. So. Little bit of an issue with the walks. A little bit higher than you would love. I mean, that's over four walks per nine. But strikeout stuff is absolutely there. And it's very much a power pitching profile, right? Uh, Four seamers, mid-90s. He can touch 99 with it. He can elevate it. It misses bats. It's genuinely a weapon. It is an elite weapon. Um, Go along with that. He's got a spike curveball. Uh, he has a he has a like a horizontally sweepy slider, uh, you know multiple weapons here that he can use. Uh, I think what he needs to work on is consistency of the delivery and the release point. I feel like when you see him rack up the walks and pile up the walks, it's you know Hunter Brown when he does that. It's because the release point isn't always consistent. He loses. Uh, he loses it and either the hitter can tell what's coming or he ends up missing his spot because the, the ball's traveling the same, but it's coming out of his hand at a different place. So I think that's the next big thing for him to do. He's obviously got the stuff. No A pitcher with at least 100 innings had an ERA lower than him. I mean, he's got stuff. It's just a matter of refining that last little bit of consistency. Um, he gets tons of ground balls with both the curveball and the slider. I mean, over half of his... Um, it was like over 50% ground ball rate this year at Sugar Land. So definitely helps with double plays. Your, you know, your defense can go and bail you out if you walk a guy or let a guy get on. So he has all the tools. I just want to see that last little bit of refinement to reach your potential. But in the meantime, uh, he's been up for... He was caught up on September 2nd. He's been up. I expect him to get some use out of the bullpen during the playoffs, and then compete for a job in spring training. Love what I've seen from Hunter Brown this year. Los Angeles Angels, one of the teams that has a catcher that I've been ver- that we've been really excited about, Edgar Cuero. So they actually went from having no great catchers to two potential catchers here because they traded for Logan O'Hop as well, who's gotten called up. But Edgar Cuero, 111 games this year, 312, 435, 530. Fantastic slash line for a catcher. Uh, obviously, that's a position where offensively you expect a little bit lower production. He's definitely made it work out so far. 17 home runs, 14 stolen bases, 73 walks to 93 strikeouts. Absolutely love uh, the offense that we've seen from Edgar Quero. Now, solid defender, 25% caught stealing rate. So he's doing everything he needs to do defensively. But offensively, still tapping into that power. Got the slug in over 500. I feel like part of that is... His speed—he's a very—he's very fast for a catcher. He's probably average to above average speed in general. So very, you know, speedy catcher there. Uh, but at the plate, he rarely chases, and so when he makes contact, it is quality contact because he understands this is a pitch I can put a good swing on and drive. Um, as a lefty this year, 991 OPS. So he is a switch hitter. I like the power profile as a lefty. And I think as the power continues to come in, you're looking at a dude that could really make an impact at the big league level. So between Logan O'Hop and Edgar Cuero, you've got you, you, you have your catching position worked out for the next decade or so. Uh, love what I've seen from Edgar Quero for the Los Angeles Angels. For the Oakland Athletics, catcher Shea Langaliers. Acquired was the the, the headline in the Matt Olson trade to Atlanta, and has been as good as advertised defensively. One of the better defensive catchers in the minors, 70 grade arm, great game caller, can just absolutely um, gun a guy down at second, and it, it, it's fantastic to watch. But offensively, 92 games in the minors, 283, 366, 510, 19 home runs, five stolen bases, not anything to. Excited about it. it's a catcher. But 43 walks to 83 strikeouts. So, struck out less than once a game. Walked half the amount of time he struck out. Catcher, you're perfectly happy to see that. I feel like right now, a lot of it's more gap power than a home run power. But the home run power is starting to show up quicker than we expected. Uh, Got a question about him in a mailbag a couple weeks ago. And somebody called him Bangaliers. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I want to say one of his first hits at the big league level was a home run. So... Uh, had been a lot of gap power versus home run power, but the home run power is coming in pretty rapidly this year. So very excited to see what Leers does, uh, Shea Shangeliers does for the Oakland Athletics. Seattle Mariners, who are heading to the playoffs, love it. Right hand pitcher Taylor Dollard, not a very very big name in you know, uh, not somebody we've talked about on this show before at least, but Double A Arkansas this year, 144 innings. 225 ERA, 131 strikeouts to 31 walks. So, 2025th rounder out of Cal Poly. The thing with Taylor Dollard is plus command, plus control. The stuff just isn't quite there yet. So, I I, I think he's always going to be a control pitcher. Um the fastball is 93-94, which um, is good velocity for a lefty. It's a little bit below average for a righty, but fastball 93-94. Slider's a plus pitch, and that's really the star of the show there. Plus pitch is a slider. Um, Changeup is average, and then the curveball's below average to fringe. Uh, He can use it to steal a strike every now and again, but not something he can rely on. I do want to see a little bit of improvement in the stuff. I mean, 8.19 strikeouts per nine innings because... The stuff isn't elite, but he's got great pitchability. He understands what he can and can't do with it. Um, Less than two walks per nine innings. He's got great control. I feel like he's always going to be a control pitcher, but would love to see a little bit of improvement on the fastball velocity and hopefully maybe some sort of third pitch as far as can the changeup be a little bit better, maybe get to above average, or can the curveball get to average. Um, So Taylor Dollard of the Mariners, Good pieces there, is going to contribute at the big league level, may not be a star, but is absolutely going to be able to contribute. For the Texas Rangers, um, outfielder Evan Carter is the guy for me. So 106 games, 295, 397, 489. Was so close to that 300, 400, 500 slash line that we like to look for. But 12 home runs, 28 stolen bases, plenty of speed in the profile, 64 walks to 81 strikeouts. So strikes out... Well under once a game walks three three fourths of the time that he strikes out so fantastic numbers there, and it's because he great plate discipline he very rarely chases Evan Carter like it, it's rare to get him to chase something out of the zone. Um, I would rather your strikeout be a swing and miss at something in the zone than be chasing a slider down in the way that you physically cannot reach with your bat. So uh, love that defense above average defense above average speed. I feel like the arm is, it's average, but he, it works in either corner. So he can he can play center field, maybe a little bit stretched there at the big league level as far as if you're looking for above average production in center field, but uh, can play center. Again, I like the, the profile to fit either corner. Um, power is coming in. I think that if he were to go back to the minors next year, you would see that slash line definitely be over 300, 400, 500 before you called him up. But either way, love what Evan Carter did this year. Very excited, and just another, I mean, he's obviously gonna go back. He spent, what, six games in A, But just another young, promising player in this Rangers system that has a bunch of them. In just a minute, we're gonna to get to our awards for the National League West and the American League West as far as the best position player and the best pitcher between these two divisions right here on locked on mlb prospects and we're back so again just recap us to who got these awards national league west the prospects of the year arizona diamondbacks outfitter corbin carroll colorado Rockies shortstop ezekiel tovar los angeles dodgers had third baseman will vargas i expect him in the big leagues next year San Diego Padres had shortstop Eggy Rosario, was in the big leagues the end of the season, but was a utility guy. I hope he can get actual playing time next year. And San Francisco Giants left-hand pitcher Kyle Harrison. For the American League West, right-hand pitcher Hunter Brown for the Astros, a guy that got some starts at the end of the year, got some bullpen time. Uh, Los Angeles Angels catcher Edgar Cuero, not ready for the bigs yet, but you caught up Logan O'Hop. you have some time to continue to work with him. To get that power to fully come in oakland athletics catcher shay langoliers got plenty of time at the big league level this year seattle mariners right hand pitcher taylor dollard uh love what we saw from him as far as pitch ability command control just wanted to see this stuff get a little bit better and then texas rangers outfielder evan carter uh, very much see him be a be a guy that is able to make an impact quickly next year uh, not giving a, a comp here, but saying something like what Michael Harris did, coming back in Double A, opening the year in Double A, and potentially being able to jump straight to the Bigs from there. Uh, when you're looking at the best position player of these ten guys, I've got to give it to outfitter Corbin Carroll. Um, had a fantastic year as far as minor league production. Had a fantastic, had a really good showing in the big leagues as well over a 30-game sample. Um, Will still have rookie eligibility next year. And I absolutely feel like he is probably, as of right now, one of my favorites for the National League for prospect of the year or for rookie of the year in the National League next year. Uh, pitcher, I'm giving it to Hunter Brown. Uh, it was between Hunter Brown and Kyle Harrison to me. And and I just, I like Hunter Brown's weapons more. I like the fastball and the spike curveball. I feel like both of them are plus pitches and are weapons for him. And then the slider may be a little bit better than than, Kyle's, than Kyle Harrison's third pitch. And so Hunter Brown, very excited to see what uh, the Astros do. Obviously, you've got questions about who all is going to come back. You've got a good core, though, with Framber Valdez and um, Christian Javier and your Quiddy and you know a couple guys there, but questions as far as who's going to be back. Hunter Brown can easily step into a role and contribute to the big league level next year. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow. We are giving we are naming our um, our first team, our our uh, first team prospect team. So we're going to be talking about um, you know at each position who is the who, who is the best prospect this year, as well as giving out awards for prospect of the year. Uh, for Position Player Prospect of the Year, Pitching Prospect of the Year, and Rookie of the Year at the MLB level for for both the uh, National League and American League. We're doing our award show tomorrow. Um, if you've made it this far in the video, do us a favor, like and subscribe to the show on YouTube. It really does mean a ton. If you've made it this far in your audio app, go out to the podcast app of your choice and leave us a review. Let us know how you feel about the show. Uh, Let us know anything we should change, anything we should improve on. We're going to have a survey come out uh, probably at the end of the baseball season, the the end of the major league season, to to ask a lot of those questions about how we should structure the offseason. But until we talk tomorrow and give away these awards, this has been Locked on MLB Prospect.